I was looking for a hooker when I found you. A Teen Wolf Thick. Pairing, Derek Styles, Written by Sunset Panic. Read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. The business card sits innocently on the hotel room's side table, embossed ink gleaming up against thick, expensive cardstock. Full Moon Escort Agency. All tastes welcome. Styles is pretty sure it's actually mocking him at this point. He would be, in its place. He's been sitting on the bed with the number up on the phone screen for at least 15 minutes, trying to work up the nerve to make the call. At this point, it's looking like it might be time to just admit defeat and go home, which would be the ultimate irony. After what he had to go through to even get this card, he's pretty sure he used up all his past and future favors, and dignity, asking Danny for it. Danny would either die of laughter or vicarious shame if Styles came back after all this and told him that he, Styles, was too lame to even pay for sex. For Christ's sake, he mumbles under his breath and hits the call button. They're probably going to be closed anyway. Maybe Danny was just fucking with him and the number goes to a pizza place or something. Or maybe they won't answer. That would be good. Styles would be okay with that. He'll just die a lonely virgin. No big. He drops his phone and nearly falls off the bed when the ringing stops. Full moon, this is Lydia. The voice on the other end purrs. How can I help? Styles retrieves his phone and stares at it. You were supposed to be a pizza place! He hisses at it, betrayed. There's an indignant pause on the other end of the line. Excuse me? She's definitely not purring anymore. Is this one of Jackson's little friends again? Because I'm not getting back with him, and you can tell him that. I... No? Styles says. I got this number from my roommate, and I'm pretty sure he's not interested in girls. Or escorts. Not that there's anything wrong with either of those. He adds hastily, wincing. Jesus, at this rate he's probably going to be the only person blacklisted from an escort agency, sight unseen. I just wanted to, um, order someone? Is that the right phrase? Because I'm pretty new at this. Like, really new. It's not that I haven't, um, done stuff, just not with guys. I see. I'll make a note of it, Lydia says smoothly, obviously smothering a grin. What exactly did you have in mind? In mind? Styles says blankly. You mean, like, looks? Um, I prefer hot. And oh god, he's the master of smooth tonight. Maybe Craigslist wouldn't have been such a bad plan after all. Serial killers probably don't care too much about things like charm and tact and being able to talk without sounding like a total moron. That's all our guys, Lydia says patiently. Anything more specific? Right. Okay, yeah, um, tall and built, I guess, and dark hair? Styles pauses. Um, and can I put in requests for non-physical stuff? Like, if I was looking for someone who is kind of... He stops, scrambling for a word that's less loaded than dominant. Forceful? 
Could you do that? And yeah, no, that's just as bad. He needs to buy a thesaurus. I mean, nothing weird or anything. Um, I'm going to stop talking now. There's a sound on the other end that sounds suspiciously like a muffled laugh to Styles, and then Lydia's back. Of course, she says smoothly. Easily. Now, we do ask for payment up front, and there are naturally some guidelines that we ask our clients to follow in return. Of course, we guarantee complete anonymity. Styles gives her his credit card number, and with it half of this semester's allowance, gritting his teeth as he rattles off the digits. This guy better be fucking awesome. Enjoy, Lydia says brightly. Someone should be at your door in about half an hour. Thanks, Styles says faintly, and hangs up. He spends the next ten minutes showering frantically, and the five after that trying to figure out what to wear. His Revenge of the Californian Swamp Creature t-shirt is pretty hilarious, but he's not really going for that tonight. After ten minutes, he finally gives up and zips a hoodie over his bare chest. It's not like it really matters, right? And it's been almost half an hour. Whoever Lydia sent is probably almost at the door. Forty-five minutes later, Styles is writing his Craigslist post in his head. Wanted. One serial killer. Preferably deaf and disease-free. When there's finally a knock at the door, he springs up from the bed and walks briskly, well, okay, maybe he runs a little, to peer through the keyhole. It's hard to see much through the peephole, but there's definitely a tall, dark-haired guy standing out in the hall. Good enough. Styles takes a deep breath and yanks the door open before he loses his nerve. What the hell happened to thirty minutes? Styles asks and then stops short, his mouth dropping open a little. Jesus, that was money well spent. Danny's a fucking genius. Because this guy is gorgeous. All of Styles' wet dreams and half-buried fantasies come to life. Styles can't help himself. He lingers over the guy's warm hazel eyes, the shadowed planes of his face, his broad shoulders, his arms. Nobody should be allowed to have arms like that. It's indecent. There should be laws against it. The guy's brow furrows, and he opens his mouth to say something. You're drooling, maybe. Or do you have a head injury? But Styles doesn't let him finish. He reaches out and tugs the guy in by the collar of his t-shirt, kicking the door shut and crowding him against it as soon as they're both in. Styles crushes his fear down ruthlessly and just goes for it, slipping his hands under the guy's shirt and pulling him in. He's stiff, though, his mouth slack and unresponsive against Styles's. After a second, Styles starts to pull away, heart sinking a little. He hesitates, about to apologize? Explain to this guy why he just got jumped by a total stranger? When the guy comes alive and yanks Styles back into the kiss, his hands moving up to grip hard at Styles' shoulders. Styles is panting for breath when they finally break apart, and when he sneaks a look up, he's gratified to see that the other man is too. Fucking amazing, Styles breathes. He probably sounds like a creep, but who cares? What's your name? He asks, and doesn't get an actual answer from the guy, just a considering stare, eyes dragging up Styles appreciatively. Styles flushes, taken off guard by the look. It's like they're in a bar or a club and Styles hasn't paid for this, like this guy's actually into Styles, which is ridiculous. He's beyond out of Styles' league. He's played the major league in baseball and Styles is sitting second string in, like, curling, minor league curling even, if that's a thing. I'm Derek, the guy says at last, eyes fixed on Styles' mouth, 
Styles starts self-consciously and lifts his hands to his bottom lip, kiss-bruised and red where he's been worrying at it with his teeth. Bad habit, he explains. I keep running out of lip balm. It's getting to be a problem. And how is he managing to be even more of a babbling wreck in front of someone who already knows he's a loser? It's scientifically impossible. Styles is probably some kind of genetic mutant whose superpower is never getting laid. He's the saddest X-Men character ever. I wouldn't call it a problem, Derek says. He moves closer in, and Styles freezes, stricken. He's suddenly unpleasantly aware of how he must look to Derek, barefoot in threadbare jeans on the dingy hotel carpet. His hoodie halfway unzipped in a fit of nerves ten minutes ago. His seduction skills could probably use some work. Good, Styles says, swallowing down a burst of panic. Um, so, I guess you know I'm kind of new to this? New to this, Derek echoes a little blankly. Styles flushes, like, to this, he says significantly, waving a hand between the two of them. Right, Derek says, mouth quirking. He pauses, considering Styles. I didn't get your name, though. Styles hesitates. The agency actually only has his given name, the one nobody uses, which he had been fine with at the time, but he doesn't think he'd mind Derek knowing his real one. Styles, he says. I'm Styles. What do you like, Styles? Derek asks, moving close, and oh, Styles takes it back. He definitely regrets giving Derek his real name. He's not going to last ten seconds if Derek keeps saying it like that. I'm still working on that part. Styles says shakily, like I said, I'm sort of new to this. Derek finishes for him, using the hand he has on Styles' shoulder to propel Styles against the wall and reaching the other up to the zipper of Styles' hoodie, drawing it slowly down. Styles sucks in a startled breath at the soft snick his zipper makes as Derek reaches its end. He fidgets a little, fighting the urge to cross his arms across his bare chest against the heat of the look Derek's giving him. I'm open to suggestion, he says. Derek's hand moves underneath Styles' unzipped hoodie, sliding it off his shoulders and onto the floor. I might have a few ideas, he suggests, voice low and rough, and bends down to Styles' neck, ducking into the curve of his jaw and inhaling deeply. He's got his hands around Styles' waist, thumbs rubbing lazy circles into his hip bones. Like I said, Styles manages his hands moving automatically to Derek's shoulders and clutching at the soft cotton of Derek's shirt for desperately needed support. I'm open to fuck, he says feelingly, as Derek's hands slide down and squeeze his ass, pulling Styles' flesh against him. Like that? Derek murmurs. But it's a rhetorical question. Has to be, because he's nudging his thigh between Styles' legs, and it must be pretty goddamn obvious how much Styles likes it. He can hear Derek smirk, the bastard. Styles tilts his head and opens his mouth to say something cutting. He's not sure what. It doesn't matter anyway, because Derek is suddenly right there, kissing him. Styles' first kiss was Jenny Lorenzo in 11th grade. Her mouth had been tentative against his, her lips sticky sweet with gloss, and right after she had pushed him away and told him that she didn't think they were right for each other, and could they be friends, he hadn't minded too much. This is different. Styles wants this. Wants it more than he can remember wanting anything. He licks into Derek's mouth, traces a hand up his neck to clutch hard at his hair. Derek growls at that, and fuck, 
Styles is spoiled for life on this shit. He rocks up into Derek's thigh greedily, wanting more. Bed? He suggests, pulling away from Derek's mouth for a bare second. He can have this one time, he reminds himself. Just this once. It has to count. Derek's eyes darken at that. Yeah. He agrees roughly, and then picks Styles up and tosses him on the bed, which is way hotter than it really has any right to be. Styles looks up dazedly when Derek's hands tug impatiently at his jeans, lifting his hips almost without meaning to. He's totally naked now. That's awesome. Styles is totally on board with that. But Derek still somehow has all his clothes on, which Styles is significantly less okay with. Off, he says, gesturing at Derek's everything. Seriously, you're slacking here. Slacking, Derek says slowly standing at the edge of the bed with an amused twist to his mouth. How's that? You're wearing clothes, Styles says pointedly. Stop doing that. Derek smirks at that, but he also tugs his shirt off, so Styles counts it as a win. Almost. Happy now? He asks, a teasing edge to his voice. Styles narrows his eyes at Derek's hands, hovering at the waistband of his jeans. You're such an asshole. Why don't you do it, then, if you want them off so badly? Derek's tone is still light, still teasing, but there's a challenge in his eyes. Styles glares and sits up, a flare of satisfaction going through him at Derek's surprised look. Well, if you're not going to, he says. He undoes Derek's fly, leaning down to mouth wetly at the line of Derek's cock through his briefs. Derek's breath stutters, and he splays his fingers across Styles' shoulders, grips almost hard enough to bruise. Styles looks at it again, tongue rasping through the fabric, before he pulls back and grins widely up at Derek, fingers hooked through Derek's belt loops and tugging hard. Off, he says firmly. Derek growls at that, which is both hot and a little disconcerting, but it doesn't matter. He steps out of his jeans and underwear and finally, finally joins Styles on the bed. Styles yelps a little when Derek straddles him, pressing him back down against the mattress and pinning his wrists at his sides. He keeps Styles like that for a while, grinding down with long, excruciatingly slow thrusts, until he's writhing, desperate, and babbling underneath Derek. You're such a fucking tease, Styles moans brokenly sometime around minute four. Me, Derek says incredulously, and wow, there's that growling again and it's really not disconcerting anymore. Pretty much the opposite of that, actually, which should probably worry Styles. I'm a tease, Derek continues, rocking down vengefully. It's possible, Styles thinks, that he may have miscalculated just a little bit earlier. No? He tries hopefully. Derek grins, feral and promising. Well then, he says and somehow leverages his position to flip them so he's sitting up on the bed with Styles sprawled in his lap, his legs hooked around Derek's waist. Derek drags a hand up from Styles' hip to his chest, teasing a nipple between his fingers before he leans in and scrapes his teeth against it. Styles squirms against him, hands splayed on Derek's back, and bites down a moan that's dangerously close to a whine. Lube, Derek says, voice rumbling against Styles' chest. Condoms. Where are they? You don't have any? Styles asks, distracted. I mean, I have them. I'm paranoid like that. But really? He jumps a little when Derek growls. Just a little. 
his hand tightening on Styles' bicep. Yeah, okay, in the drawer, there. Styles leans against Derek's shoulder, breathless, as Derek turns away to rummage through the bedside table. Derek, he says, and hates himself a little bit when his voice breaks on the name. Come on, just hurry. Derek looks up at that, eyes dark. You've been waiting for this for a long time, haven't you? He says, circling a slick finger around Styles' hole before he presses it in, following it shortly after with another. It isn't really a question, but Styles answers it anyway. Yeah, he breathes, shoving down on Derek's fingers and moaning when they curl deep inside him. So fucking long. And it's the truth. It feels like he's been waiting for this forever. Styles gasps sharply. He's done this to himself, alone in his room, but this is nothing like that. He almost changes his mind when he gets a good look at Derek's cock, because there is just no way that's ever going to fit in him, seriously. But Derek's already pooling lube in Styles' hand and helping Styles stroke it over his cock, and Styles thinks it maybe might be worth a try. He squirms helplessly when Derek's cock slides teasingly between his thighs, rubbing over him. Here, Derek murmurs, biting at Styles' jaw and jerking him forward, lining up their hips. Just. He lets out a ragged gasp when he pushes into Styles, hips rocking into him slowly. Styles leans in and bears down, feels his breath catch when Derek speeds up. He lets go, then lets Derek hold him up and fuck into him, hands tight and possessive on his skin. For fuck's sake, he says a few minutes later, after Derek slows down again, having apparently decided that torturing Styles is a good idea. Derek, come on, please. He arches into Derek, shameless. Derek shudders lowly and then drives hard up into Styles, urgent and deep and perfect, mouthing hotly at his shoulder. And there it is, finally, finally. Styles clenches around Derek and shakes, orgasm hitting him in long, shivering waves. They lie there for a few minutes afterwards, both of them flushed and out of breath. Styles is never moving again. It's official. He's just going to hang out here and maybe make out with Derek a little. He thinks it's a good plan, and makes an aggrieved noise when Derek shakes him off and sits up. Wait here, Derek says, like Styles is going to run off and join a floating poker game or something instead. And then his weight's shifting closer on the bed. He returns with a wet cloth, and his hand is gentle on Styles when he runs it over him. Styles closes his eyes, just for a second, and falls asleep before he can thank Derek. Styles wakes up slowly, in pieces, the good sore pull of his muscles as he stretches against the mattress, the rush of traffic, and the warmth of Derek against his side, lips brushing the shell of Styles's ear. He keeps his eyes closed against the morning light filtering in through the blinds, basking in the weight of Derek's arms around him the soft puff of his breath against Styles's cheek. "'You awake?' Derek asks from behind him, sweeping a hand up Styles's arm. "'Yeah,' Styles murmurs drowsily, turning over to face Derek. "'Didn't think you'd stay,' he adds, hope creeping into his voice despite himself. Derek stays quiet for a long second. "'Listen, Styles,' he begins, "'I should probably tell you.' Because his life is basically a case study in bad timing, Styles' phone picks that moment to ring from its place on the bedside table. 
He curses and gropes for it blindly, almost knocking it off the table before he manages to answer it. Mr. Stolinsky, Lydia says urgently, I wanted to apologize for last night. We had an unfortunate misunderstanding, and your escort ended up at the wrong hotel. Among other things, you'll get a full refund, of course. Hang on, Lydia, Stiles says, twisting around to look at Derek, who's sitting up and looking just as confused as Stiles feels right now, so that's kind of comforting. Can I call you back? He asks, and hangs up without waiting for Lydia's response. Stiles is so fucking confused right now. He looks at Derek uncertainly. So either you're an escort and this is a super bizarre coincidence, or... I'm not an escort, Derek says, looking appalled. I was looking for my sister's room, actually. He coughs. We're at a... a family reunion with our parents. So you're not a hooker, Stiles says slowly. Just to be clear. He waits for Derek to shake his head. So this... Stiles gestures between the two of them. Was what, exactly? A hookup? Derek turns red and looks away, suddenly very, very interested in the floor. He looks mortified. It's a weird look on him. No, he says. Then, I mean, that's pretty obviously what we are both going for, but I wouldn't mind if it went further. I like you. Stiles gapes at him. He's still stuck on, went further. Never mind, I like you. Because what the hell is someone like Derek doing saying that to Styles? When Derek starts to talk again, something about, leave now. Derek's saying, moving off the bed, and Styles grabs his arm unthinkingly. Same, he says, and winces. I mean, I like you too. I'm just bad at this. He leans in, curves a hand around Derek's cheek, and rasping his thumb over the stubble there. Okay? he asks and presses a hopeful kiss to the corner of Derek's mouth before pulling back again. Yeah, Derek says, a hint of laughter in his voice. And Stiles lets out a poorly hidden sigh of relief. Awesome. He leans down and grabs his clothing with one hand, stabbing the other at Derek in an attempt to look imposing. Going by Derek's amused expression, he fails horribly, but whatever. I'll be right back. Stay put, he says and heads into the bathroom to have a tiny, minor nuclear meltdown in the shower. Derek's fully dressed and just getting off the phone when Stiles emerges from the shower, cleaner and slightly calmer. "'You're coming to breakfast with my family,' he says. "'Laura knows about you. We can't escape.' He smiles a little, lopsidedly hopeful. "'If it's okay,' he adds. Stiles stands still for a second fighting a losing battle against a gigantic, idiotic smile. Like a date? No, Derek says, and then hastily adds, breakfast doesn't count, especially not with my family. I'm taking you to dinner later, if they haven't already scared you off. He grins suddenly. I think you might fit right in, actually. Whoa. Any other huge relationship milestones you want to get out of the way in the first 24 hours? Styles asks, only half-serious. Derek pauses in front of the door, hand twisting thoughtfully on the doorknob before he turns to look back at Stiles. Well, maybe a few, but let's get through breakfast first. Chapter 2 Coda Breakfast with Werewolves It turns out that most of Derek's family is out doing some weird wilderness bonding exercise, so they end up just having breakfast with his sisters, Charlotte. My name is Charlie. 
who's 11 and a tiny adorable girl version of Derek, and Laura, who's two years older, gorgeous and obviously, and hilariously, the boss of Derek, which is more than fine by Styles, because if his sisters are anything to go by, Derek's family is intense. Are you sniffing me? Styles scoots back and wishes he hadn't let Derek take the outer part of the booth. No, of course not, Charlie says, all innocence, shifting off her elbows and sitting back from where she was totally sniffing Styles a second ago. She turns to Derek. Hey, did you tell him? Tell me what? Styles asks nervously. Oh God, Derek's probably married. He probably has billions of wives because that's just Styles' life. That's it. Derek's a member of some bizarre free love cult, and he's trying to recruit Styles for it. Styles knows how these things work. He's seen the History Channel specials. About the omelet, Laura says loudly, glaring at Charlie and pointing down at her plate with her fork. It's delicious. You should order it. The omelet does look pretty good. Styles has to give her that. Or it would, anyway, if he was capable of eating anything right now. It's kind of early for that. Derek says quietly to Charlie. It's not like you guys haven't gotten everything else out of the way, though, right? Charlie says, reaching around Laura for the last piece of toast. Laura blanches. You were asleep, she hisses at Charlie out of the corner of her mouth. She gives Derek an apologetic look. I checked, honestly. You thought he was a man of ill repute, Charlie says knowingly to Styles. I read Mom's Harlequin sometimes. I understand these things. Styles eyes the door. He'd have to vault over the table to get to it quickly, but he's pretty sure he could manage it. He's spry. Or he could just stab himself with a fork. That would probably work, too. Charlie squawks and rubs her ankle, shooting a resentful look at Laura, who's staring straight ahead with an angelic expression. What? He's fine, she says, and subsides quickly when Laura arches her eyebrows. Styles doesn't blame her. Laura does a mean eyebrow arch. I only want to die a little bit, Styles says, mostly for Derek's benefit. He relaxes a little when Derek's hand finds his under the table. I'm really, really sorry, Derek says. Would it help if I told you she was actually raised by wolves? I'll make it up to him, Charlie says, rolling her eyes. She waves Styles in impatiently. Come here, she says, and reaches over to haul him across the table when he doesn't move. You're definitely Derek's sister, Styles says, rubbing his arm ruefully. Charlie's got an impressive grip for a preteen girl. Charlie ignores him and leans even closer. Derek really, really likes you, she whispers loudly. I can sm- Tell. I can tell. Seriously, so sorry, Derek says from beside Styles, rubbing at the bridge of his nose. He looks like he's trying to disappear into the booth. I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. Styles smothers a grin. It's not so bad, he says, and squeezes Derek's hand under the table. Don't say yes if you can't say no. Victim of the system.